Hello world, and welcome to a series of unfortunate sequels where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. And today we are talking about the lowest rated movie in the Mortal Kombat franchise, which is of course Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the second one that was released. Number two. It came out in 1997 and has a 3.7 stars on IMDb, despite being the greatest movie ever made. It earned every star <laughs> uh, uh yeah this was a special piece of cinema i think it was mm-hmm. and you can tell how good it's gonna be within the first 10 seconds where you see the cast of the movie and realize that only two characters of the five on screen have returned for the oh. second movie so it's Liu kang and i assume sonia uh, nope. Sonya no? used to be the lady from Billy Madison. What? Yeah. She was Sonya in the first movie. <laughs> I I honestly haven't seen that in a really long time. I think I have seen the whole movie, though. I'm pretty sure. I, I have not seen this, unfortunately. It's right up my alley, so I'm not sure why I haven't seen it. I'm glad you got a chance to watch it. <sighs> Me too. Thank you, honey. <laughs> but it was... Uh, Katana and Liu Kang uh, oh. are the returning ones. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even remember Katana being in the first one. I think, okay, I think I saw the first Mortal Kombat movie when you were working at Riot, and I think, like, we watched it in the office there. Remember, like, there's that little theater oh, yeah. area? Yeah, so I was, like, probably not 100% there because there were, like, you know, people we were talking or not. But anyway. Very good. This movie starts out with a bang because it immediately starts... You know, it starts with what you want, and it's the Mortal Kombat theme song. And it's, the Mortal Kombat theme song starts before the movie begins. Because, <laughs> you know what? They knew where their money was coming they, in from. They really did. Uh, they give us a little prologue about how Liu Kang defeated all the bad guys in the first movie, but now there's some ominous clouds and lightning, which mean danger is coming again. Also, the screen's purple now. Purple means bad guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you did watch the first one... You may remember that the final scene is this giant uh, kind of god-type monster face appearing in the clouds. Um, That is being retconned for this movie. And instead of that happening, uh, they're just going to have some regular-sized monsters fly out of the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so the movie ends... The way this movie starts, kind of, but they essentially, some but like a giant Shao Kahn face, like mm. the size of the sun. Who's Shao Kahn? The big bad. Oh, the, the okay. Oh, Khan. Okay, they kept calling him Khan. I mm. did call him Shao Kahn for a while in my notes, but then they just kept calling him Khan. And I was like, it's I was easier. trying, I was trying not to do the Star Trek reference. <laughs> I didn't last very long. You didn't. I didn't. I yelled Khan at some point. I'm, I'm ashamed. <laughs> uh, anyway, lightning makes people fall from the sky with some stellar special effects. Um, very good. Yes. And they only get better to the point of nausea at some point. Now, they will make a decision early on in this movie that for the entire movie, the background and clouds and everything like that are going to be purple and swirly. Yeah. Which means that for the entire movie, they are using 1997 green screen. (laughs) There's a lot of that. There's also just like um, 
like filters put on the camera, like the lenses themselves to give them a color to like so much throughout the whole movie. And at the very end, they go back to like Earth, like the regular world and all the purple clouds are gone. And it was like, it hurt my eyeballs. I was like, I wow, Liu Kang, I haven't seen you in this lighting yet. You look like a human being. It was buck wild to like really see the difference. That's never a, I should say that's rarely a good look. You see this in low budget films a lot where they'll put like a blue filter on a camera to be like, it's night now. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's cold. Uh, It's really overdone in this film, but it's important. And here's a hot tip too. Mm -hmm. If you do plan on putting a color filter on, you cannot have your main antagonists be color swapped out versions of oh, themselves. Yeah. John couldn't tell the difference because I know Sub-Zero and Scorpion, they're barely in this movie. They're in the movie because they're like, we can't have a Mortal Kombat movie without Sub-Zero and Scorpion. But there's apparently six other versions of the that outfit just with different colors and John literally couldn't tell who was who because the purple filter effect was so strong. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, there's because you've got Sub-Zero Scorpion, obviously, mm-hmm. but you also have Rain, who's supposed to be purple, and Ermac, who's supposed to be red. Their colors were indistinguishable saw. here. And they were as characters. And they were. They You're, weren't really useful. They, yeah, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, they even call him the leftovers at some point. <laughs> they do. <laughs> But anyway, this is when we first see Shao Kahn. He's the leader, I guess. He says that the world was made in six days, so I guess the Bible is canon in this world. (laughs) 100% canon. So he says the world will now be destroyed in six days. He's going to destroy the Earth with his Power Ranger villains. This is the most Power Ranger shit I've ever seen in my fucking life, y'all. I I cannot stress how much this was just the Power Rangers. Yes. I know we've made that comparison before, and now I can't remember what movie it was. Bullshit. Horseshit. I was full of crap. I had no idea what I was talking about. This is the Power Rangers. This is more Power Rangers than the Power Rangers. Like, I can't. It's so wild to me. But that's what makes it so good. Sindel is one. She was a character I knew of because I played her in uh, Mortal Kombat 3. She has a really good, good line here. John, do you want to deliver it? Uh, Sure. So Sindel is Katana's mother, and she was presumed dead. So when Katana sees her, she says, Mother, you're alive. To which Sindel replies, Too bad. You will die. (laughs) The inflection is like flawless. Like that's exactly. That pause there in the middle too is when she like stomped her foot down and then pointed her arm dramatically out toward. (laughs) It's good. It was some real troll two level shit. Uh, so there's a lot of fighting here, I guess. And by that, I mean people get punched and then fly away as far as possible. And, like, that's the entire fight. It's really funny. I thought that's how all of the fights were going to go in this movie. <laughs> They're not. They are choreographed badly. Very badly. So badly. Um, but this opening fight, that's what it is. People get punched and then they're like, whoa, and you, like, see them go flying away. It's really good. Yeah. This movie is peak of using a video game character's in-game abilities mm-hmm. along with their in-game sound effects that go along with them. I didn't know they were doing that. That's really funny. And not in a cool way. <laughs> Cuz I can cuz I can see a world where that is, honestly they did that a lot in the first one too. But 
I thought it was done pretty cool in the first one. Like, obviously, yeah, that Liu Kang kick is cheesy as hell, but I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. In this movie, every single fighter uses every single one of their signature moves, regardless of whether it would make sense in the fight and how good it will look with the CGI that they had the budget for. Yeah, so the new Mortal Kombat also, everyone does their signature move at some point, but it's it's fine. <laughs> yeah like, like obviously works. they're not gonna make a mortal Kombat movie without a get over here that'd be crazy yes oh but it's so good in that one okay uh johnny cage is here though and he gets his neck snapped like instantly <laughs> like that, so fast that's another indicator of how the movie's gonna go because if you saw the first one you know that there's just a lot of uh straight characters just kind of playing straight Mm-hmm. And then Johnny Cage is the one with character. So killing off your only character that has like any personality <laughs> right out the gate, bold move. Yeah, yeah. He then gets raised on some kind of platform. And I wrote this down because I thought it was going to come into play later, but it doesn't. It For some doesn't. reason, the, the ground raises up and Johnny Cage is presented to the world. Anyway, the baddies disappear with some Power Ranger villain lightning. And so all the good guys run away. Now we really get to see... Raiden. He is played by James Remmer. If you know who that is, that is Dexter's dad in Dexter. He's also in so many other things, but he's a legit ass fucking like award-winning actor and I was blown away that he's in this fucking movie. I thought that I thought that Dexter's dad was the uh third rock from the sun guy. No, John's never seen Dexter. John Lithgow played like a villain, like a a, oh. a, a serial killer villain in oh, a later season. Best season of Dexter. That one was so fucking good. <laughs> and then you stop watching after yeah. that one <laughs> instantly. Now, this is a recast because uh, the the person who was playing Raiden is doing Beowulf right now. <laughs> <laughs> way, way better movie. And Sonya... The actress doing Sonya is doing, um, I know what you did last summer. All right. That was a step up. That's a great film. Who the hell is she? I don't know what you did last summer. Uh, one of the main characters, sisters. God, I can't. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, all I see is Jennifer LaFeuer right now. Yeah. And Johnny Cage was going to return, but then read the script. Really? <laughs> yes. So they just kill him? Yeah. Oh, Johnny Cage, what a bummer, man. You could have been in this great piece of cinema. Anyway, Raiden says that Khan opened this portal and is merging the world or something. Who cares? <laughs> Those are my little literal notes here. I, I, I really couldn't quite follow this. But anyway, uh, Raiden's going to lose his powers as the worlds merge, he says. And then he gives them something to do, but I wasn't paying attention. And then he's going to go talk to the Elder Gods. But the most important thing is that they now travel in these little fast hamster balls while DDR music plays in the background, and it's really great. Yes, and if you're wondering how... If you're wondering the science behind the giant (laughs) hamster balls, don't even worry about it, because they explain it for you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You see, they harness the heat from the Earth's core, so nice yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. kind of like a pinball machine it's really very good uh meanwhile in another evil purple room khan is here but it took me a second to realize that because he's in his street clothes <laughs> yeah he's this is the first time you see him maskless <laughs> unlike a lot of movies like a uh, ninja turtles revealing shredder where they have him take his mask mm-hmm. off and then you mm-hmm. see his face they decided that's not important 
You no. just you'll know. You'll know. Who you'll he know. Is. Even though he sounds totally different. He's and just like, wearing a hoodie. And <laughs> he's, he's just like chilling in his street clothes. He, he says several things. And then I was like, oh, is that Khan? And John's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he uh, has a boss, I suppose. I, I don't remember his name. We'll call him uh, Hooded Man. Yeah? Uh, the Hooded Man. Khan's boss. We did figure out his name. Because I looked Sheenock, it up on... Sheenock, I'm not... It, something like it's that. It's not going to remember. Guy with cloak. Okay, the cloaked man. <laughs> yeah, so apparently he broke the sacred rules and the Elder Gods cannot find out he's going to be in Twopple. <laughs> so he needs Raiden dead right now. Stat, get on it, Khan. Something like that. So Liu Kang and Katana... She's Sindel's daughter, like John said, but I didn't put that in a note here. They're about to Mac, and then they're interrupted by cyborgs, which are in this movie. Yeah. Sure. Also, I really loved, as someone who hasn't seen the first movie, them trying to play like this, oh, we're going to kiss now, finally. And I'm like, this movie has been on for seven minutes. <laughs> who is? Who are these who two are characters? <laughs> <laughs> I legit don't know who Katana is. And Liu Kang I only love because of the movie we just watched. But this is a different Liu Kang. He doesn't have my heart quite yet. This is Liu Kang from Death Race, which we also watched recently. <laughs> I didn't recognize him as that, honestly. You insisted that he looked exactly the same, and honestly, he didn't. Because anyway. he had so much hair in this movie. <laughs> Anyway, they're fighting cyborgs until Sub-Zero flies in. <laughs> flies is the most I literal. Can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> flies in like fucking <laughs> Superman. Please look this up. Please look up this scene. If you're going to watch any scene in this movie, there's a few others maybe before this one. But watching Sub-Zero fly in like Superman is so fucking good i don't care he's helping them i don't know why i don't care john kind of explained it it's something that happens in other mortal Kombat fiction that they're like the audience doesn't need to know that they're fine <laughs> they kind of explained it in a way where he's like we have the same enemy sure whatever uh anyway the water and ice effects are very stellar and then scorpion comes in and he has his get over here moment and it was so lackluster after the last movie that we just watched, yeah. which like that moment was so built up and so earned. They earned that fucking moment and they didn't earn that moment here. And no, it's a real bummer. Uh, their entire fight is also really lackluster after it. So Sub-Zero and Scorpion have a fight here. I really just genuinely didn't care about it. It was not interesting. Eventually, Scorpion grabs Katana and disappears into a portal. Oh, no. What does he say as he's disappearing? <laughs> I... <laughs> Go ahead. Sucker! <laughs> I like it took me more than a minute to realize that's what just happened. Imagine if you will <laughs> Jason. Jason after <laughs> after stalking and hunting stoically an entire movie kills someone and then is like sucker. <laughs> he hasn't said a word. He hasn't said a word said a all word. movie. <laughs> all he says and they're dead fucking serious. I, oh god it was great this whole scene was very good where was i okay so sonya's breaking into a government facility to get jacks an evil portal opens and rains out more bad guys from the sky there's a long boring fight 
That's all I wrote. So if you want to say anything about that fight, because it's a long scene. More cyborgs. More uh, cyborgs. The first cyborg we meet is Sector. John knew his name. And That's this... how deep embedded he is in the Mortal Kombat lore. And this one is Cyrax. And yes, I did watch the animated Mortal Kombat series, what? which aired on Saturday morning, uh, which essentially ties the first movie and the second movie together, which may have led me to go into this movie the first time I saw it with unrealistic expectations <laughs> as to what to expect <laughs> because I really oh. enjoyed the TV show. But I actually, I want to ask you now, the first time you saw Mortal Kombat Annihilation, how did you feel? And how old were you? Was it like new? It came out in 97. I, you yeah, been young. I, yeah, I was 11. <laughs> Fuck. You saw it when you were 11? Yeah, I, I saw it. <gasps> I saw my, I don't know who it was. Someone bought me the DVD right when it came out. Oh my God, that's adorable. And were you like disappointed? No. No. Okay. Could you tell it was bad? No. No. <laughs> I thought this was cutting edge shit. <laughs> I guess at the time it kind of was. It wasn't. No. <laughs> I looked up other movies that came out that year just to make sure. Yeah, give me some other movies that came out this year. Okay, so if you wanna if you wanna compare the class of this CG against Ooh, actually, other, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, there's there's that <laughs> one. Uh, you also have let's see where did I write these down here. Um, okay, Fifth Element came out that year. Ooh, these are both really high budget films. Though. Starship Troopers came out that year. Oh, less of a high budget film. Well, then this isn't going to help. Titanic came out that year. Literally the highest budget film. Um, I mean, this was a pretty high budget film. Was it? No, I can't confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Liu Kang is wandering around in the desert to find someone named Nightwolf, and he does. Nightwolf's there to teach him his animality or some shit. That's something that happens in a later game. <laughs> uh, Nightwolf has literally one scene, and that's it. Poor guy. He was kind of cool. I would have liked to see more of him. More of him. I do want to interrupt real quick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was a scene in, I did skip a in scene. between that mm -hmm. where... Um, there's kind of they're in like they're fighting amongst themselves and Khan kills his general yes mm -hmm. uh, who his name was Rain he was one of the the you know color swapped ninjas we were talking about he essentially just throws him into a pit of fire yeah this is going to be important because they are going to reuse this exact scene later when they throw oh, really? someone else into a pit of fire and oh. just hope that we don't notice I that it's not that. them being thrown in i didn't notice now i feel like i have to rewatch it drunk preferably <laughs> anyway anyway oh also oh. right at mm -hmm. this beginning of this animality scene mm -hmm. when you know night wolf goes from a wolf into a person mm. first lines in the movie pretty cool huh <laughs> it's my animality <laughs> <laughs> the delivery of it is so good though these lines are like i don't know how they said them i get why johnny cage no you know what i don't fuck you johnny cage i don't get why you didn't want to do this movie i would happily be in this film anyway some woman appears after night wolf i think throws an axe at Liu Kang. I'm not really sure. Yeah. So he's kind of like in a daze trying to find his animal animality. And this woman named Jade appears and Liu Kang just immediately forgets about Katana. <laughs> he does eventually remember and then turns her down. So she fights him. It's a test, though, I guess. So she's going to take him to the temple. God now. God, God temple now. Yeah. 
and not to harp on continuity, mm-hmm. but Nightwolf is supposed to be a good guy. So I don't know whether he was, whether Jay just pretended like she was one of Nightwolf's tests and he had no idea who the fuck mm. she was or like what, but. I would think so. Nightwolf seemed to not really care. He was like, I'm supposed to help you get your animality, and then he punched him in the face, and then he left, and he's like, good luck, bro. Just out here being a wolf, living my best life. He's like, I got shit to fucking do. Are you kidding? So Sonya and Jax are walking around the desert now, and apparently Jax has no idea what's going on (laughs) about, like, the world merger, and he's like, you keep saying, like, world merger, can you please tell me what's happening? I assume they've been walking for a while, and she's like, it'll take me too long to explain. Raiden explained it to us in about 13 seconds. Yeah, we got it. So, I don't know, it was just, like, the sake of trying to create drama, and and it was so, so, so bad. It was almost like the miscommunication trope, but they didn't even bother doing the miscommunication trope part. It was really funny. It was wild. And you think this would be relevant information for Jax because the worlds are literally merging. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize how little Jax had to do with like this world in this movie. You know what I mean? Because I was so used to the first one where he's literally like a main aspect of it. Anyway, Sonya, I don't know. They get kind of mad at each other and they just so they could separate. So Sonya can have a fight with someone named Melina. They fight in the mud because it's a girl fight. You know, gotta be sexy. Literally, they're like rolling around in the mud fighting. Yes. I know it's like choreographed, but they both get like covered in mud. It is the dumbest bullshit. Jack says she looks good in mud. He does say that after a really great part of another fight. <laughs> She wins and some monster appears and it looks fantastic and Jax punches it to death, which also looks fantastic. If you're going to look up a scene in the movie and it's not the Sub-Zero flying in scene, please make it this scene. It is It's so fucking good, dude. If you've ever seen like Lawnmower Man, I guess, like the level of kind of CG there, like imagine that, but like with a real world... um, backdrop mm. as opposed to like a computer backdrop and then imagine someone pretending to yeah. punch him with giant cybernetic arms and that's oh, kind yeah, of yeah. the visual yeah. that this scene provides yeah it's kind of like those made for sci-fi tv movies but from like 2004 not mm. like a recent one which those effects are still bad now but they look better than, than this did. there's also a scene that happens around here where they flash to shao Kahn's castle again and you see where katana is being kept and she's in a cage, which is <laughs> suspended. I can't get over this. Um, we'll never get over this. Uh, she's in a cage, which is suspended over Shao Kahn's, you know, desk? like desk, table, I guess, mission control center. I don't know. But it's suspended like maybe six feet in the air. I think it's further than that. Ten, ten, ten plus ten maybe. feet. But not much. She could jump down from it, you know. And anytime he enters the room or leaves the room, they have to lower and raise the cage, which is on a little hand crank, which you get to see in real time, slowly lower, and he doesn't start talking to her until it's at the bottom. To be fair, it only really happens once, but it made me laugh thinking about how, like, how many times did he go in there, and the guys at the crank like, fucking god damn it, god. I gotta lower this cage. Get your line right, for the love of god. And then Katana just has to sit there, and she's just, like, staring dead at the camera, like, are you fucking kidding me? As the cage slowly lowers down. By the way, he could talk to her from the ground. The cage doesn't have to be lowered. It was the funniest shit. 
It was really good. So Raiden is at the God Temple to complain to all the gods that Khan has invaded Earth. He only has three questions, I guess, for some arbitrary reason, which is everything that the gods do. Uh, they don't seem to give a shit about Khan and the portals. They're like, oh, whatever. Katana will close them. She's the key or something. <laughs> we leave that scene with them asking if he loves humans enough to sacrifice his immortality. Oh, no. <gasps> what will happen? So Liu Kang and Jade run into Sonya and Jax in the desert because they're all just wandering around in the desert <laughs> for some reason. They run to the temple and Raiden is there looking like Eminem. Right, um, fucking hot topic Raiden here. It's really good. I, like, he's just got this bleach blonde short hair now. He's, he's a, a mortal. Vest. Yes. So the bounties arrive and Sindel yells at the temple so it starts to break. Raiden... Raiden opens a portal, I guess with like the last of his magical <laughs> abilities or something, and they escape just in time, and now they're in the outworld. Jade says she knows a secret way to Khan's house to rescue Katana. Sindel is there, though, so I don't know how secret it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Raiden stays behind for... I wrote down a boring fight, but then it turned into like a bring-it-on cheerleading routine. Oh, it was so good. And it was so good. So Raiden is fighting one of the ninja swap reptiles, yeah. More than that. Wasn't there more? I think it was just the two of them. I don't know. But like the beginning of the fight, they're all just like backflipping around the temple around each other. And For it, no fucking reason. It legitimately looked like a cheerleading routine. <laughs> yeah. Because like... And, like, the the reptiles are backflipping. Raiden's doing, like, flying spin kicks, but no one's anywhere near him. It's clearly just performative. And then even when they yeah. do get within melee range of each other, they're just doing a spin kick, and then the other one's spin kicking, and then this one's spin kicking back. And like It's like when two newbies are starting to play Mortal Kombat for the first time, and they're like, uh, hang on, hang on. Right? Let me learn the buttons real quick. Yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> high what kick, it is. High kick, high kick. You're like, hang on, I haven't played this character yet. Hang, give me a second. It's so good. So this is the next sentence I read. I wrote, by the way, Jade defeated Sandel off screen. So obviously Jade is a traitor. Oh, my God. I wrote obvious treachery is obvious. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I was like, Sandel is like a a major antagonist. And I was like, why the fuck was Sandel just defeated off screen? And then they were like, Jade did it. And I was like, oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. If it was anybody else, it would have been. Yeah. So, Liu Kang gets to Katana, but has to have a boring fight before he can free her. I went to go get ice cream. So, John, did anything important happen in this fight? Uh, yes. Baraka, who is the enemy that he fought, was thrown into the fiery pit in That's this room. That's why! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Fuck! Yeah. I can't believe I missed it. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Another it- important thing... And this all happened so fast. You literally went to go grab ice cream. So, and so fucking quick. Another one of the big baddies in the movie who had been vying for a position of general of Shao Kahn's army, Shiva, who's basically the same race as Goro from the other movies, mm-hmm. forearms. Um, she runs into the room to fight them and they drop a cage on her head and she just dies. Like, how we were mentioning, like, oh, she's a, Sindel's a big baddie. How could she just die off screen? Oh, I see. It makes sense now. (laughs) Treachery. Well. This one, like, legit just fucking basically died off screen. (laughs) I mean, yes. And Sindel was a way, she's a way bigger character. So, like, fine, whatever. But it is really funny that I was like, surely I can run to the freezer. It was, like, 15 (laughs) seconds. I'm not even kidding. I ran into the other room right next to the room I was in grabbed a spoon and ice cream and came back and two of the main villains had died in that time now fun fact about the scene 
This was originally scripted as a 2v1 fight against Shiva, but the CG and prosthetics were so expensive and prohibitive that them killing her immediately without a fight was their workaround. Oh my god. Well, that doesn't stop them later. Fuck. Anyway, Katana's free now. Everyone kind of reunites. Katana cradles her mom, who acts all nice, Sindel. But, oh, no, she's still evil. Uh, It was Jade. Oh, no. Sindel twirls around and laughs for, like, 45 seconds and then disappears. And Jade just kind of, like, sneaks away in that time. It's really funny. She legit, like, looks back and forth and then, like, slinks into the back, like, oh, bye. I was imagining, like, a Scooby-Doo running sound here. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Also, the acting, for some reason, in this scene in particular everybody's act because you know there are a couple characters who they're acting is particularly bad obviously sindel's a big one there but like everyone in that room got really really bad at acting for this (laughs) entire scene i don't know all the lines were just really bad it's hard to deliver like terrible lines so so they all talk and i guess realize that the gods lied or something raiden drops a few bombs here he says that his dad is an elder god and the tattoos in this movie are from his family. So there are some people who have like those Mortal Kombat symbol tattoos, but they have nothing to do like mm-hmm. the movie that we just watched. Uh, they're just from his family. They allow you to travel between the portals. Also, Khan is his brother. <gasps> Baba. Speaking of Khan, he's beating up a woman now. Uh, Khan is very mad at Jade and has a demon come out of the wall to eat her up and then burp. I was very confused about this scene, too, because it sounded like the way that Shao Kahn said it, he was like, oh, it was your job to, like, lure them into this ambush. Um, She fucking did it, And they both did their parts exactly, Mm -hmm. but it looks like there was no ambush there because it was just the two of them. It seems kind of like Shao Kahn dropped his side of the ball on that one. Yeah, like, what was he doing? He was, like, jerking it somewhere. Right. Because they did lead them all there. Everything, Everything went, went according to, to plan. plan. But anyway, he needed a demon to come out of the wall. If you're going to look up any scene in the movie, <laughs> make it one of these. Uh, also, this one's also really good. This is another good one. Um, a little bit of Raiden backstory, too. He mentioned that he had to fight his brother growing up. Yes, I was getting to that kill- next. Oh, I had that. Oh, okay. That they, they do jump back to Raiden after Jade dies mm. to talk more about his family drama. Go for it. Oh, okay. So back with Raiden. <laughs> his father said that one of them would have to kill the other. Uh, Raiden beat him but couldn't kill him. He still can't, he says. So when Liu Kang asks him what they're supposed to do, Raiden says they'll be in his thoughts and prayers. <laughs> he says, do your best. Yeah. I'll be praying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. He's like, hashtag thoughts and prayers. Uh, good luck. Have fun. And then he leaves. Like, he comes back instantly, but it's so Deuces, fucking funny. Friend of- <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. It's like, oh, no, I can't kill my brother. I know he's evil as hell, but I can't kill him. But I'll pray for you. Because he's surely going to kick your ass, yeah, so you're going to need those prayers. <laughs> so the goodies and the baddies stand off. The hooded man is and uh, is with Khan, and that's their father. <gasps> oh my goodness. So, Raiden comes back, and Khan one shots him with an overpowered green laser. Legit. Just throws a. Li- he doesn't throw that throughout any other fight. Yeah. He's fighting Liu Kang for a while after that. No, but he just one shots his brother. He decided to use his fisticuffs in, <laughs> yeah. in the Liu Kang fight. 
So all the good guys and bad guys pair off to fight. Um, I can't. Do you have anything you want to say about this? Because hmm. I'm just going to skip to. Uh, they all learn to believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Motaro's fighting Jax. I don't know if we mentioned he's a centaur. Oh, he's- God. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> talked about him the whole. Okay. So <laughs> all the good guys kind of like call who they want to fight. And Jax is like, I'll. What does he even say? Is he like, I'll take the goat man? I don't know. I'll take Mr. Ed is what he oh, said. <laughs> oh, right, that's very good, honestly. And then Khan, or not Khan, uh, Liu Kang obviously wants Khan. And then Sonya is like, I'll take the leftovers. Literally in the script, they're like, Sonya has no role in this, but she needs another fight. And this bad guy who she fights also has no role. We've got this palette swapped ninja that we've already yeah. killed five of this movie. Yeah. I guess he can fight. Oh, my God. I just wish she didn't say anything. Right. And he summons another palette swapped ninja. <laughs> and then there's just two different colored palette swapped ninjas yeah. fighting. But she wins. But she wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this may be the only on screen appearance of Noob Sabot from Mortal Kombat. That was fun. Uh, and let's see. Uh, Jax be- learns to believe in himself and he takes off his cybernetically enhanced arms which okay. in this so, movie yeah. are slightly different yeah so in this he just covers his regular arms with like you know cyber magnetic things metal metal stuff to make them stronger i didn't know this so when he starts ripping his arms off i was like bud i don't think you can <laughs> no Jax. like what is this, this is very ableist <laughs> yeah like, but then i realized that he just like I don't know. It was very stupid. This is not how it is in the game either. In the game, okay. he act- so in the game, his arms weren't forcibly removed like in the new Mortal Kombat. He did actually d- decide to cut his arms off to replace them with cybernetic replacements. So that was just a choice he made. But the cybernetics like are his actual arms now. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they decided to not do that in this movie and raiden is even like hey you know those big cybernetic enhancements you have on your arms they make you weaker shut the fuck up raiden <laughs> piece of shit you died in like four seconds your dumbass brother <laughs> anyway um i think that they i think Luke Kang finds his what the hell is animality it animality <laughs> i just want to say animorphs um his animality before the gods interrupt right like don't they have their okay this is repulsive like i can't it's really very funny because the effects are so bad so Liu kang finds his animal animality he turns into a dragon and khan is like (laughs) you think you're cool look at my animal he doesn't turn into an animal no this is not an animality i don't know what he has but it's grotesque he turns into like slug half hydra yes it basically if you've seen tentacle porn, he becomes something like that, but, but teeth. gooey and teethy. And I was like, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> that fight doesn't last too long. It's truly, truly bad. Like, I cannot stress how terrible the effects are. If you're going to look up only one scene don't from make this it, movie. <laughs> don't make it this scene, please. Go with the burping wall demon. That was way better. Or Sub-Zero in flight. Very good. But anyway, they they fight like this. They eventually turn back. Thank God. Khan is bleeding. And he's like, how is this possible? I didn't realize he couldn't bleed. Anyway, the gods interrupt now. (laughs) And they're like, there's only one way to settle this. (laughs) 
What's that way? <laughs> Go ahead, John. Uh, it can only be settled through. <laughs> because you know the fight ain't over till the Mortal Kombat theme kicks in. What's so annoying? This song is so good. Like, it's so good. The original Mortal Kombat theme fucking slaps to this day. There's a big part in the Mortal Kombat theme where they say the names of all the characters. And the movie didn't, like, make a new cut of the song so they don't do this. They just would cut the song off when that would happen. And then they would replay it again later at another part. It was never good. It was so bad. It was You're awkward like, Hell, every time. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Oh, God, it's over. Why did they? Oh, it's starting again. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck dude just like do you have a sound designer like right? i cut i the audio i out. could do it i could do this i don't know shit about music or sound and i could make a cut of the mortal Kombat theme that doesn't have the characters names anyway luke hang wins the fight <laughs> uh it's weird all the po- portals close again though and then they're back home with no more purple filter on the camera sindel is normal again i guess and alive sure fine why not and the gods bring raiden back to life to become an elder god to take his dad's place and that is mortal Kombat annihilation for some reason when they bring him back to become an elder god he loses his ability to appear and disappear (laughs) in flashy lightning and instead just kind of wisps away like cotton blowing away the breeze terrible and he still has his m&m haircut Yeah, they really should have given him his hair back, too. Yeah. So, okay, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was very fun. Um, Raiden sucked. Raiden's so much better in the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah, even in the first Mortal Kombat, he was better. I'm sure. John, do you have more trivia to drop on us, I see? There's just, (laughs) there's so much random trivia here. This is all from IMDb. John decided to start looking at the trivia. I did. I was very intrigued. So, a lot of fairly well-known... Uh, stunt doubles and kind of martial artists are in this movie. This is actually Ray Park's first movie. I don't know who if you are that name. <laughs> unfamiliar is the stunt is the you know stunt person for um, uh, Darth Maul, Frog from the or Toad from the X Men movies, mm-hmm. um, all sorts of. He's he's done like all sorts of crazy hmm. stunt shit. Um, also, Tony Yaw is uh, one of the stunt doubles for Luke Kang in this movie, which was pretty fucking cool. Um, and the I don't know who that is. I've made you watch some of his movies before. He's the Muay Thai guy that I constantly reference because oh. he's like the Muay Thai guy. Oh, okay. Uh, he did like Ung Bak mm. and protector and all that shit and i also found out that the guy who do you remember that like short youtube uh i guess kind of trailer uh for mortal Kombat when they wanted to like reboot it and they were like um the guy who plays Jax in that was actually supposed to play Jax in this movie he was doing something else at the time uh he was actually he was playing spawn (laughs) When this was being filmed, he was Spawn in the movie Spawn, which another 1997 uh, CGI fest. I was going to say, I don't know if it was better or worse. (laughs) It was probably on par. (laughs) Uh, This movie 
is the reason that Paul W.S. Anderson stayed attached to all of the Resident Evil movies. Uh, He could not do this one because he was working on Event Horizon at the time instead. Uh, But then he saw it. Way better film. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He saw it and was like, oh, no, that was awful. So then when he did Resident Evil, he was like, I need to... I need to shepherd this through to oh, conclusion. All right, all right. Well, I don't know how great of a job you did there, bud. Because I remember that lowest rated Resident Evil film. And by that, I mean, I vaguely remember it because it was so terrible. It wasn't even that long ago. Uh, another person who wanted to come back but was otherwise uh, busy was the original Scorpion. But he was working on Batman and Robin at the time. <sighs> Jesus. I like this one. If you were to add all the front flips and back flips in this movie, 54. (laughs) Most of them are all in that one cheerleading fight scene. Right. Or the opening sequence where like all of them were flipping through the air for no fucking reason in Mm -hmm. front of a green screen. So how would you rate Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Man, I would rate Mortal Kombat Annihilation 1... Mortal Kombat! <laughs> they do it twice. Yeah, but it's only getting one. <laughs> okay. It didn't earn the second one. Oh, okay. And I would subtract one get over here, because that's oh, another thing they didn't earn. Uh, I would add cyborgs, but subtract all explanation of why the cyborgs <laughs> is a- exist, because, man, there was a lot of in-between movie stuff that they were just really hoping you'd watch the cartoon <laughs> to understand. <laughs> um. And I would, I'd add two returning cast members, subtract four non-returning cast members. <laughs> they were busy, hon, with Batman and Robin. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then just top it off by adding a big, real fast hamster wheel on top. That was really good. It was like a pinball machine when they were in it. So I would rate Mortal Kombat Annihilation 10 Sindels because <laughs> she was fucking flawless think about that witch in troll 2 just oh perfection so good i loved it chef's kiss 10 of them i would subtract cyborgs they really didn't do anything for me i'm really sorry i didn't find them interesting or fun i didn't care about the cyborgs i will add one sub-zero flying through the air like superman that was beautiful and I'll Super add a zero. I'll I'll add a Jax because I liked him in this. Actually, he kind of had like something of a personality, and I liked how like he never knew what the fuck was going on, and he was like, "Would someone just tell me what the fuck is going on?" He was very ride or die with Sonya. He one. really was though. Like they have a fucking bond, dude. And I like how it's not romantic necessarily. Yeah, um, they're partners. They're both cops. Yeah, like he rarely get it. Um, like a bond like that. <clears throat> um. I'll subtract. <sighs> it's hard to think of something to subtract, I know, because it was so good. A lot of gooey, the gooey monster mess. I would subtract like a gallon of goo. Because I think that's about how much like goo juice he had on him, on like his his like weird tentacle meat. And I didn't like it. had to have had more than a gallon of goo. Yeah, that's how much I'm taking away though. But I will add a demon burp because that was really funny. And that's my, <laughs> that's my rating. <laughs> But we did the Mortal Kombat franchise. You were so excited. And you know what? 
I was not the least bit disappointed in the <laughs> highest either. or lowest rated. They were both a delight. Yeah, this is a good one. I'm glad they, you know, they did make another movie so we could do it. Yeah. This is kind of what I'm looking for in a franchise. I like it when the highest rated and the lowest rated are several stars apart, but I like it when the highest rated still isn't that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's really, really hard to find, and that's what I've been kind of struggling with. And the lowest rated is bad mm. but still like fun to watch yes. as opposed to like being bad because it is unwatchable like home alone 4 mm. yeah yeah this this was like the perfect franchise this is what i'm looking for for this podcast specifically mm-hmm. but anyway that's gonna wrap up mortal Kombat. uh thank you for listening join us next week not sure what we're going to be talking about yet because <laughs> i didn't think about it but we'll figure it out yeah well until then Watch the best. And save the rest for us. Or you will die. (laughs) 